What if conversations about money didn't have to be uncomfortable? What if talking about money could actually be encouraging and motivating? What if women started talking about money just like the men do? What kind of difference do you think that'll make? What kind of changes in society might we see? Yes, you can be educated and in control of your finances and be in alignment towards your actual dreams. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do list and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends. Not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 27 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. I am your host, Haley, and I am so glad you are here today for a special episode Yes, coming to you in the middle of your week. So I hope your week is going so, so well. We are halfway there, halfway to the weekend. And today on the podcast, I have a really sweet surprise for you. I am bringing you my second ever guest to the podcast. And this is a conversation that I think you are really going to enjoy. I was able to sit down a few weeks ago and have an incredible conversation with Caroline Tannis. Caroline is a financial advisor and strategist and specializes in helping highly ambitious women and their families build a plan for their dream life. She is an advocate for women building wealth and increasing financial literacy in future generations. Guys, this conversation is so good and I cannot wait to hear what you think. Hello, hello. Welcome, Caroline, to the Best Day Podcast. I am so glad you're here. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we got to do this. I know. This was fun. This was something I was looking forward to all day long. I was like, this is going to be so good. How are you? I am good. I'm excited. I'm like, this is a good way to break up the week and just kind of, I'm like you. It was, I was looking forward to it all day. So happy Yay, to be here. I love it. How is your week going? It's been busy, so I am headed out on a huge vacation at the end of next week. I know we were talking about this when we spoke originally, Um, and so it's like getting all of the things done and trying to tell all my clients, like, I'm going to be out, not just out of the country, but like out of reachability for about a week. So it's been crazy trying to get everything together. How amazing, though, to like truly take a vacation and to completely unplug and not even be accessible That's amazing. I feel like so many times, so many times we are, I'm going to go on vacation, but I'm going to have my phone and my emails and I'm going to check every notification every two seconds because I am obsessed and I need to know what's going on. (laughs) And so what an amazing opportunity to be able to just 
fully unplug and enjoy your trip that I know you've been planning and waiting on for a while. Yeah. And I think especially with COVID and maybe you feel this too, um, because it's funny, you and I connected over our you know shared vacation spot. And it's crazy because when I stay domestic and I'm always nearby, I'm like, oh, I can go on Instagram. Oh, I can go check emails and things like that, which it's so great because you know you and I were in the same area and that's how we connected. But then it's also the whole, like, did I even take a vacation? And I think with COVID being so grounded and only taking local vacations and we all worked remotely that we never really got away. And it was like, oh, I'm not going to take vacation days because I can just work from where I am. But it's like, did you really get your vacation? Did you like relax and unwind? So I'm very excited to unplug. That'll be so good. Yeah, it is definitely crazy how the culture of work-life balance has changed in good ways for COVID. But also I know it can be more challenging because you don't have that boundary. Like I know when I will talk about this with my husband, usually a commute home is that separation from work to home. And you need that to be able to just say, okay, I'm in a new place. I've left work behind. And that can be challenging when you your work is at home to figure out, okay, how can I truly like separate the two? But yeah, I love that we connected when we were both on separate vacations in Hilton Head, which is a place that we both loved so much. I was like, oh my gosh, she gets it. She understands why this place is so amazing. So that was super fun. Listeners, if you have not yet gone on a vacation to Hilton Head, South Carolina, you need to do it. It's the ultimate place to unwind and you will not, you will not regret going. Yeah. And it's one of those places where I feel like, you know, I go back with family and things like that every single year and every trip is different because there's always, you know, new spots to go to or things like that. And it's just every time I'm, I'm blown away and it's like, you can just bike ride for miles and you just kind of forget where you are and you have the beach and you have the forest. So I think we need to like have Hilton Head sponsor us. <laughs> I know. Hey, explore Hilton Head. Come sponsor us. Please, every day can be the best day in Hilton Head. Oh my gosh, no, but that's biking on the beach. If I were to talk about like, okay, where would I like to retire to or dream life? Like if I could find a way to have a beach house, you know, at some point, like Hilton Head, yes, I would spend every morning riding my bike everywhere, go pick Mm -hmm. up the food that I need for the day and then sit my bum on a beach chair and read every book that I randomly purchased off Amazon that last month and it would be great. And don't worry, they still, when you run out of Amazon, they still have one of like the few Barnes and Nobles left on the island. So you can restock and you're ready. They do. That is so true. Okay. So you left your, oh my gosh, my dog just brought me his tennis ball. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I'm like, why is he like panting behind me? And he's now sitting so perfectly going okay you're gonna throw it yeah okay I guess I will there you go bud oh my gosh here he does head and was like I want to go to the beach and go swim in the ocean like you let's go I'm ready my ball is packed I know he's like you were talking about this fun trip and I think that you should include me on it oh my goodness okay so I love what you do and I think this is so cool this is something that we were talking about a little bit when we were catching up before this and Your job is incredible. I love how you focus on strictly empowering women to not only become educated in something that might seem a little little scary or out in the unknown, but also to feel good about it in the process. So 
explain in your words, because I know you will sound way more eloquently than I would, a little bit about what you do with your your business. Yeah, so I try and really just break down the barrier of women understanding finances. And for some people that is like just so basic and like, here's the difference between a checking and savings account. And then on the more extreme end, I'm, you know, working with investments, I'm licensed to trade and things like that. Um, But my main drive is to really make sure that women have a financial plan and the building blocks to be building their dream life. Right. And I think it's, you know, we used to tiptoe around and be like, oh, we can't talk about money. You know, you can't want more. And I'm like, no, it's it's done. That time has passed. I mean, why is it that, you know, men can go out and they can make millions of dollars and it's like, wow, he's so great. This is awesome. And it's like for women to want more and to dream bigger, it's always this taboo thing and it's shamed. And I think so much of it when I have conversations with women, they're like, no one ever taught me this or, you know, why didn't somebody teach us the basics of money. And so I try and provide a space and a community where people can ask questions and they feel comfortable. And it's like, when you go on my Instagram page or the website, I want it to be like, she gets it. Like, I don't feel intimidated. I feel welcomed. And it's just, it's easy. And people don't, I always tell anyone I talk to, there is no dumb question. You just don't know it. And if you don't know it, how do you learn? Exactly. I love that. And I love your Instagram. Everything that you have been sharing lately has been so on point and in such a safe way, a way where you're looking at it and it's not like, oh, here's, you know, wisdom about financial choices. It's like, oh, like that makes sense. Like you don't feel the weight of it. It's more like, oh, like I can understand that. That's a great token of advice to follow. Like that's clear. I appreciate it. And that's really my goal is that I want people to look at it. And it's like, if there's something that's kind of, you're like, I don't need to know about this. I don't care. Great. Keep scrolling and go find the next thing. And then for others where you're like, oh, I'd love to know the difference between a stock or a bond or, you know, a blog post I did today was like how to save on back to school costs. And it's like, that's so timely for anyone who, you know, I know you're back to school right now too. And it's like, some of these things that we don't talk about can weigh really heavy on people. And it's like, how do we learn about this and teach people about it in a way that's not just intimidating? Yeah, that's so important. And I love that you're doing this in this space. I love that you're creating a community that focuses on the encouragement, the empowerment, but also the relationship. So that way, if you do think, hey, this is this is a question that I'm embarrassed to ask. It's like, no, it's okay. Like you have to ask the questions. You know, some questions are meant to be hard. Some are meant to feel a little bit embarrassing to ask, but that's all about learning and growing and really just trying to get to a better place where not only are you advocating for yourself, but you're also advocating for the future that you want and the future that you desire. So that's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. And also hearing it come from somebody who is a teacher, that means so much because I feel like you see the ins and outs of like what people are learning and how people learn. So to hear that um, I have kind of tools and resources that are out there for people, it just means a lot. Yeah, of course. It's so great. So if I were to come to you and I was like, okay, Caroline, I <laughs> I need advice. <laughs> I need I know nothing about finances where where would you point me to to begin as like the first step if I was wanting to I don't even know like see the, the questions I'm like I don't even know like yeah and I think that's to talk the about this part is like 
we don't even know what to ask. And that I think is like the people will just say they're like, I'm bad with money. And I'm like, it's not that you're bad with money. You just don't know the the basics around it. And it's because we weren't taught those kinds of things. So ironically, that's why I, I was starting my practice at one of the large banks. And I was like, I'm tired of making old white men richer. Um, and I was like, what, how do I now step back and bridge the gap? So I went to be an independent advisor because I wanted to create resources and tools where people would not only know, like figure out what they need to know, but what do you even need to ask? Like I have friends that'll be like, I want to work with an advisor, but I don't even know what to ask them. Or, you know, what do I ask you if I sat down with you? And it's part of that is if you sit down with the right advisor and the right person, they will know the right questions to ask you. Um, So my approach is I always ask people about what are your financial goals, right? If you don't know where you want to go and you don't know where you are, well, you're just kind of wandering aimlessly around. So I always say start there, start and figure out where do you want to get to? You know, do you want to become a multimillionaire? Do you want to just be able to buy a home, maybe a second home? Or are you sitting here saying, I want to have so much financial knowledge that I, you know, could hold a conversation or things like that. And it's like, there's so many different variations of where you can be that it's like, I think it's easy to become overwhelmed. Yes. And I, I love that you mentioned that you start with the goal, because I feel like for many of us, we just go, go, go. And we, you know, focus in this direction and the other direction. And then, oh, like squirrel, I need to run the opposite way. And it's like, wait a minute, why, why am I even first off having these passions? Why do I even have this dream? What do I even want to do with it? And you kind of have to start square root and go, okay, what is the actual goal behind this? What am I hoping to achieve? And why? Like, what do I hope to gain from this? And so I was having that conversation recently with my husband about us just making simple goals, like simple everyday mm-hmm. goals of things that we hope to accomplish just around the house with balancing, you know, work, family, life, and just saying, why don't we like just create goals as a direction to get to where we want to go? So I love that that's where you begin because you might think you know in your heart and you might try to like understand it, but until you firmly make something concrete, it's not really a path to get anywhere. Right. And I think the fact that you and your husband sat down and had that conversation together is the the most important thing that you can do. Something I see all the time is that it's that totally typical keeping up with the Joneses, right? People get so distracted. When you said squirrel, I'm like, the amount of people I come to me that are like, oh, I want this, that, and the other thing. And they start talking about it. And I'm like, do you really? like, Or is that your parents' dream? Your friend has it. And it's you just see all these people that get distracted by the shiny objects. And I'm like, if you want a house in this town and you want this, that, and the other thing, that's your goal. But is it, do you want to live in a different state because this is what your parents are telling you? And, you know, people get so sidetracked by these things. And it's like you work so hard, then you achieve goals that aren't yours. You feel just so empty. And so I think the fact that you and your husband sat down and, you know, had the conversation together, it wasn't like, oh, we sat down after, you know, the neighbors told us what we did. It's, you're going to be so much more successful in accomplishing these things. Yeah, it definitely has to come from a place within you that is speaking to you of, hey, I want this change. You know, if you hear somebody else do it or somebody's doing this really cool thing, oh my gosh, I want to jump on their bandwagon. That's great, but that's only going to last you so far. It's only going to last you until you are exhausted and you need to sleep and you're like, never mind. (laughs) 
I will come back to it three years from now. And then you don't. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's what I loved so much too about like the content that you share is it's you're so open and honest about like, this is what I'm doing. Like, here's my life. It's I've seen so many people on the internet that are like, you need to buy this thing or you need to do this thing. And I think you're so authentic in what you share and what you say. And you're like, this is my life. Here's how I do it. Because you want to share that and give people that glimpse. But it's very, it comes from a very different place, if that makes sense. Thank you. That, (laughs) that does make sense. And that's the biggest compliment I could receive is because (laughs) the internet's crazy and people are crazy and not everybody lives this life where okay now I am going to open the window and the sunshine is going to immediately pour on me and my mood is going to be instantly boosted as I stir my perfectly foamed coffee with a heart espresso and I go like you know like you know what I'm talking about and it's like that's nobody's life (laughs) most people most people just like you know we are caught in chaos we are dealing with stress we are stuck with anxiety we're stuck in this comparison rut or trying to like choose between six different things to do in a moment of spare time and it's like I want to bring you guys in that I want to bring you guys with me in that moment to say hey first off that's okay you're doing a great job and we can be here in this space together and you're doing you're doing great. So thank you for that. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's that's the big thing too, is even people I notice that get caught up in like the Instagram, you know, buy this or buy that. And it's like, people want these like magical lives of you're right. Like you open the window and like the birds start singing, like it's out of Cinderella. I was filming <laughs> a reel this morning and I was like, oh, my hair is like sticking up in the back. And I'm like, my hair is naturally curly. Not that it's that way right now, but I'm like, that's just who I am. I'm like, forget it. Like, I'm not recording this. I'm not going to go straighten my hair to fix it. I'm like, forget it. This is people need more of this real and this realistic, you know, what's going on every day. And I don't think it's shared or talked about enough. No, it's not. And then it creates these false expectations of, you know, what people go through. And when you go through challenges, it seems like, well, nobody else goes through challenges. So I must be the problem. And I don't know how to fix this, or I don't know how to deal with this or cope with this because this is hard and nobody talks about the hard. So obviously like I'm in the wrong and it's like, no, you're not like we all deal with the hard. So that's been always a big thing. I feel like different. I feel like it's taken me a while to figure out exactly like my brand per se or like my messaging but I've always behind it have been wanting to show the real and the raw and the genuine voice consistently through whatever so thank you for thank you for that (laughs) yeah and I think it keeps people on track too with when they follow somebody like you it keeps them on track when they come to me and talk about you know what they want and what their goals are it's like I see Haley living her her best day and her best life. Here's what I want mine to be. And it's like, that. that's the conversation of where I tailor things for my clients and the people I work with, because I'm like, what do you want? And if you don't know what you want, I work through that with people because we do get so muddled by everything that we take in and all the people we see sometimes that we, we forget and we get lost. And it's like, how do you fight through the noise to find what you want? And honestly, those are some of the longest conversations I have with people is trying to unpack what their goals are. 
Which is so important because everyone needs almost a voice, a coach, a resource to have those conversations with them. Because yes, you can have those conversations with a family member, but they know you differently. They have known every version of you. And so they might not be able to pull out the nugget of information that only you know you need to be revealed or you know, talking to a friend is also good. But again, they see certain sides of you. And it's like, no, sometimes you need somebody who can look at the situation from a very different perspective without really knowing all of the emotions or the baggage or all the other distractions and just get to know what is there underneath the surface, what is within the heart of everything that you desire, where your dreams come from, what it is that you truly want, and get that in a way to actually provide a solution and to ask and answer the hard questions because that's hard to do and a lot of people don't like to do it, but there's also so much freedom that can come from identifying what that truth is and actually then creating a game plan to realize, hey, like that actually can happen. I'm sure you have conversations with, you know, clients and maybe they feel like this is a dream life that is totally 20 years away or 25 years away, or maybe it's, you know, in a whole different galaxy. Have you ever had those moments where you've helped, you know, women realize that this is actually attainable, much shorter than you think, or, you know, It doesn't have to be as challenging as you think. Have you ever had any of those situations? Yeah, I think that, and that's a great question, is that I think we feel like these things are so far away because people don't necessarily know not only what they want, but what the cost is behind it. And I'm like, I'll start going through like their cash flow and the money that they're bringing in and also that's going out. And I'm like, hey, maybe if you stopped spending like, a couple thousand dollars eating out a month or a quarter, that would really save up and you could probably buy your dream home. And it's like, people just don't realize it. And I think that we find the excuse and we're like, oh, you know, I I am not there yet. So therefore I can't do it and it's not possible. And it's like, I'll start going through things with them and I'll actually, you know, use some like financial models and things like that. And I'll show them actually we could do this in, for example, three to five years and their jaw hits the floor. I'm like, here are some small lifestyle changes that you could make. And I'm like, I even like something I do with clients and this, like, I recommend everyone do this exercise is go through your past six to 12 months of credit card statements and look at all of your subscriptions. I'm terrified to do this. My husband's been asking me to do this for the past, like six months. I'm like, um, are you sure? But no, you're right. That's, that's a good thing to do. Put on like rent a movie for like the $4.99 on Amazon or whatever or HBO, whatever it is now. Do it on a Friday night and just go through it. I have found people like thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars doing this exercise. I'm sure. And then I'm sure it hurts a little bit because you're like, oh my God, what have I just wasted? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But then what I try to do with them is like, we'll put it up on, you know, if I do it in person with them, we put it on post-its and we put it around the room and for every subscription we find. And I'm like, look at that trail of money you just found. And their jaw hits the floor. And I always say, I'm like, you can't beat yourself up for what you did in the past. It's gone. Past is gone. It's a new day. Like we're going to, I even tell them, I'm like, go on right now, delete the subscription, whatever it is you have to unsubscribe from or cancel, just go do it right now. 
And then tomorrow's a new day. Can't get the money back. Gone. Goodbye. But you can stop it from leaving in the future. And then that's money that you didn't have that you now do have in the future. And I also feel like not only the financial side of that, but also the, you know, mental aspect of having all these different things that you're subscribed to or pulled to. And, you know, I can definitely deal with whether it's just my disorganized files on my computer (laughs) or, you know, crazy subscriptions that I need to cancel. You, You feel that in a way of like this almost like heaviness of clutter and, you know, disorderly content happening within your own interior. And it's, I bet, very freeing to, you know, see that clarity and to see that open path to, you know, financial freedom that a lot of people probably don't realize that you actually can have access to. Yeah. And it's definitely, it's just even like the snowballing method of it, right? Like once they cancel one subscription, they're like, Ooh, where can I find more? What more money can I get back into my pocket? Like, what can I save? And then once we do that activity, they're like, okay, what's next? What can we do next? And they're so excited. And it's like, you can feel the hesitancy. And even you said it too, right? You're like, Oh, my husband's been begging me to do it. I know I have to do it. And when I sit down with people and do this, they're like, wow, what's next? Keep, let's keep going. I'm going to be a millionaire. Let's do it. That's so great. So that is a great, I love that. I love that. Listeners, that is a great challenge. Let's do it together. Let's not together because I don't want to open up your finances, but let's make a point to take this little pledge of more freedom and just being able to take another step to have every day be that best day through looking through and seeing what you can remove. And I just think that's too like really good to just almost have this moment of clarity with yourself, like, oh, this is what the finances have been, or this is where that money has been going to. So that that's great. And I love so much just of how you are positioning everything to simply give your client the tools that they need, right? Not about, you know, do this, 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 and this, or, you know, follow this step. But no, like here is the tool that you need to be able to live that life. And it starts with you and it starts with figuring out what your passions are and what's deep within your heart. And that's something that we actually, as, you know, a history teacher and a geography teacher, a lot of places, you know, obviously this is a problem within, you know, our own country, but other places all throughout the world one of the biggest things that holds women back from being able to, you know, have full equality and, you know, opportunities with business and opportunities for growth within society is that lack of education and all the other things that are put in place as a result of long histories of cultures and society of, you know, having this very traditional view of, you know, what a role of a female is and her, you know, role in the family and role in the economy and how education is that tool to propel, you know, equality and women's rights and development. And so I love so much that that is at the heart of what you do. Yeah. And I think kind of back to like the history and education, I was working, I do this post called Women's Wealth Wednesday. And every Wednesday I share like a fact about women and, you know, how we are treated in society and about our money. And so one of the statistics I looked at was women couldn't have credit cards without a male co-signer until 1974. I mean, that means that you and I are the first generation that have fully 
known, you know, just more financial freedoms as a woman. I mean, that means my parents, grandparents, great grandparents, that was not a possibility for them. Um, I mean, my parents later in their lives, but, you know, when they were born, it was not, you know, thought of that they could have had such, my mom, at least such a successful financial future. So I think we've come very far, but to think about 1974, I mean, that is not that long ago. No, it's not. And it's like, oh my goodness. Wow. And then to also kind of reverse that thinking and think, okay, you know, that was 1974, you know, 20, 50 years ago. Well, where are we going to be 50 years from now? You know, what opportunities are going to, you know, hopefully what opportunities are going to continue (laughs) to be available and to continue to form for women. And I think the more that you do what you do and the more that that encourages other women to be able to do that as well, that we can see some big shifts happen, which would be a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that is my entire mission is, you know, if that is how far we've made it in these, you know, 50, 20, 10 years, whatever it might be, we have so much that can change going forward. Um, And it's, you know, we've seen a lot of setbacks in COVID and, you know, we had more women leave the workplace because of taking care of children. So, okay, you know, now that we've kind of shifted and we're in this kind of post-pandemic life, if that's what you want to call it, um, now that we have the vaccine and everything, how do we how do we move forward and get back on track? And so even just like the stuff I try and share on Instagram, I'm like, what are things I can give like resources and tools to people just even for free? Um, if they can't afford to sit down with myself or somebody else that will make the difference because you never know who it's going to be that is like the next, you know, person to change the world and change society. So I just want to make sure that all of those resources are available to people at any income level that they're at. Yeah, no, that is, that is so great. And I think too, you know, it's so important because obviously, you know, I, I'm a mom, I, but I'm a teacher. And for me, at least right now where I'm at in my life, both of those things are incredibly important to me. Um, I remember when I was, I was posting something on Instagram stories within the last, I don't know exactly when it was, but sometime within the last year about returning to work after maternity leave and talking about, you know, the challenges of that and how, you know, I, my heart's in the classroom, but it's also with my son and somebody sent me a message and I actually screenshotted it and put it to stories because I was, I couldn't believe myself when I saw this response. Um, So yeah, so I get this message back along the lines of that where I needed to be right now was home with my son and that I didn't need to be teaching and that if I really needed to be teaching, if it was really a money thing, then I needed to find a part-time gig where I could tutor a couple hours a week to still make the money and to still have my heart feel good for being in the classroom. But the most important thing was to be home with my son during this time and like teaching can wait basically. And I was like, um, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot of things that I have issues with. It's not just one level. There's so many different things there. But yeah, I was just like, oh, oh. And so I do want to, you know, share to those listening to this that 
whatever your passion is, is your passion. Whatever you have in your heart as what you believe is the calling of your life and where you believe you are supposed to be in a particular season is good. And that's great. And own it, right? Own where you want to be, who you want to be. And, but just stand up for who you are and know what's important to you and be confident to make the decisions and know that you can be educated in financial decisions, but that doesn't have to be strictly a man thing. It can totally be a female thing. And you are going to feel so much better and more empowered in who you are completely by knowing these things. And so I just wanted to throw that out there because your passions matter. What you want to do matters. If you are a hundred percent, Hey, I want to you know, be the best mom home with my children. That's great. And I respect the heck out of you because I just spent a whole summer at home full time. And that was, I've never been more tired in my life. Okay. But just know that that doesn't mean that you don't have to know these things. Like you can be in a position where you can gain significant knowledge because you know, knowledge is power. And there is a whole lot of wealth that comes from simply being educated. That was so good. I'm smiling ear to ear and I also want to cry because that was so good. And I think that is the biggest, like I have had women come to me who are like CEOs, executives, like running multi-million dollar companies. And I've had people come to me who are stay-at-home moms and I, and everything in between. And I'm like, there, no one is less or more important for that. And there's no right or wrong decision, right? It's all about you being you and you having to decide what is right. I mean, there's equal value to the mom who, you know, what you did this week going back to school and, you know, just how hard it was to leave McCray at home. And there's also something in, you know, the, the mom who is staying at home to take care of her kids. And I, I hate the fact that we live in a world that tries to shame it, right? That you gave something up or that you are horrible because you're going back to work. Those are the kind of people where I'm like, you can stay in your own lane. Um, you can. There's a door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. And yeah, I'm just the biggest believer that there is no, it's your path and it is your journey. But I do believe that no matter what lane you are in, it's still your duty and responsibility to stay to stay educated and to be in the know, you know, no matter what level you want to get to, if you want to be running the household finances or you just want to be, you know, if God forbid something happens, I know to call X, Y, and Z person. Um, that was a very long-winded way to go about that. Yeah. But more yeah, of a story, there is no right or wrong lane. Yeah. I feel like as women, you know, why is it that we're always the one that like creates this room of shame? right? It's not really coming from the men. I mean, other stuff is coming from them, but not this. <laughs> they have their own this, stuff they throw at us. We don't exactly, need to. <laughs> but not, not this, you know, critique or comparison of, you know, I feel like no matter what topic it is, it's like women are the hardest on each other. And it's just that conversation yeah. needs to stop because it's like, no, more than anything, we should understand each other. We should understand all the different challenges, all the different obstacles, all the different things that we are you know, have to face and have to work through and grow through. And it's like, okay, let's just, let's lay down our pride. Let's shut it away and just truly be there for each other, rooting each other on and supporting each other, no matter what that looks like, knowing that we all, you know, we all have to have different roles. Like that's how it works. <laughs> right. You don't and work I think the same. Also, 
Right. And I think the craziest thing is I'm, I mean, you know, I, I don't need to know who it was, but was the person who made the comment a woman? Mm-hmm. Of course. She was. And it's like, it's, it's just so funny that, and it's usually the people who have like the, the most going on in their own life that they feel the need to just project it onto other people and come after others. And I'm like, why do we attack each other? And it's also, I think, not only, you know, not going after a stranger you don't probably know from the internet, but also it's in our own small circles. And so, you know, something I'm also trying to change is like the conversation we have with each other as women. Like, it's so funny. I could tell you every, and it's not that it's any of my business, but every single, you know, guy that I'm friends with has no problem telling me what their salary is or, you know, showing off the new thing they bought. But as women, we're like, oh, like I got a little raise or, you know, they gave us a little promotion. And it's like, we just, the words that we use and the way we downsize things is just so, like we shame ourselves coming out of the gate and with each other. Whereas like men walk into a room and they're like, I'm not qualified, but hey, pay me the big bucks. Yeah, that's so, it's it's taboo topic for women to talk about anything related to that. But men, it's like, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, toot your horn a and little they louder, have no please. Problem asking. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they'll yeah. ask the questions and they'll steamroll it. And it's like, I had someone make a comment the other day. They were like, "Well, you're clearly targeting women through your Instagram posts." And I was like, "Yeah, I am. <laughs> That's okay. That's Thank a you. fact. Like, you don't have to say it. Like, it's a bad thing. Like, I'm glad you got the message. Like, perfect. My miss, my brand mission is clear, and it is being well received because you understand my clear audience. <laughs> yeah." And I think they meant it to be a negative thing, but I was like, perfect. Thank you. And they were just like, what? I'm like, yeah, glad you understood. So (laughs) such good affirmation though. of like, yeah, that's exactly who I'm trying to reach. That's my whole mission because you can't reach everyone. Like you have, you have to know who you're speaking to. If you don't know who you're speaking to, then you're going to be talking for a long time to no one. A hundred percent. And you're going to be talking into this like grand Canyon of a void. And you're like, why is no one listening to me? And I think, you know, what is that saying? Um, The quote about like, if there are people like fighting back at you and, you know, giving you slack for what you're saying, you know, you are, you know, you're onto something. Yes. (laughs) You found something when people start, start to like put, give you pushback. Yeah. So that mom, like you or whoever that woman was that commented to you knew that it was probably too a form of jealousy that like, you also are in this great space too, where like you had a cool summer with your son and you're like, holy crap, I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go back and teach. Like, You kind of got the best of both worlds too, where you had the summer with him and then you go back and you get to do what you love and what you're passionate about. I mean, you know, as somebody who grew up with a mom, uh, my mom became a teacher kind of as I got older. It was one of the things she loved too, was having both. And mm-hmm. some people were just so, they would say so many comments and it was all out of a place of jealousy. Yeah. And that's what I love so much about teaching and especially the season that I am in is that we had such a good summer together and it was so sweet. And then I also know for him, like he needs to be around people. We were able yeah. to do a little small group over the summer and it was the best thing for me because I got to see him interact with other kids his age. Oh. And I realized, holy cow, like you need this. Like you are thriving yeah. by having this connection and, you know, the socialization. And so that was good for me to see that. And of course, you know, it's hard, but it was good to see that, hey, you you need this. And, you know, I also need you to know that I'm a better mom because I can pour my heart out into the classroom. And I think I wouldn't be a mom that I am without the ability to do that. So 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I can just feel it too from the way you talk about it and like everything that you share that you love being a mom, but then you love going and being a teacher. And the fact that you can have both passions and love it so endlessly, I think is just the perfect example of not falling into like living someone else's life or living someone else's dream. And I think it makes it all the more rewarding. Yeah, you have to live your own dream because if you don't, you're just going to feel out of place and it's going to feel fake and you know inauthentic and you're not going to be able to really go after what it is that you desire because you're you don't either know what you desire or you're walking in complete, you know, malalignment from where you're yeah. supposed to go. So, oh my goodness. Well, I have loved every bit of this conversation. I love everything that you do. I love everything. Again, it's the teacher in me that's like, yes, empowerment, 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 right? (laughs) Give people the tools they need and encourage people that, hey, ask the hard questions, you know, take that chance, get in a little bit of uncomfortableness to learn and to grow. Where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me. Our website is Tanis, T-A-N-I-S, fingroup.com. And that's also our Instagram handle is Tanis Fingroup. And honestly, use me as a resource if I don't know something or if I think, you know, you're better suited to work with somebody or to have this resource, I will point you in the right direction. Um, My whole mission is just to get more people educated and talking about alignment, getting them in alignment with what they actually want and want to be doing. So I'm totally here as an open book. That's amazing. And as much of a wealth of information you are for financial clarity and resources, but also just for really pulling at the heartstrings to figure out what it is that you are after and what it is that you desire and having that great voice to just work through and walk you through figuring it out and knowing what your true purpose and desire and passion is for the life that you want to live. And so that is incredible one question that I have to ask you because you are on the best day podcast. Okay. Let's your hear. best day. What, <sighs> what is it? What does it look like? Okay. That's a lot easier than what I thought it was going to be. So I live about an hour away from the Jersey shore. And so I always get the season pass to go down. And so, you know, we bonded over Hilton head, the beach junkie that I am um, love to It's a beautiful sunny day. You wake up, you throw your book in the beach bag, you head on down the shore, you get a great cup of coffee at Rook. All my Jersey people will know what I'm talking about. And you hit the beach and the water is above 70 and you don't get sunburn. And to me, perfect day. Oh my goodness. That's beautiful. That sounds amazing. Um, I've already decided that I'm having you back on the podcast because this conversation was so good and I'm so excited for everyone to listen to this, to grow from this, and to be encouraged by this. And I cannot wait for us to do this again at some point soon and dive a little deeper on a few more tools and tips that all the people in our life and the internet live could could use. A hundred percent. Anytime. We have to film on location in Hilton Head. I think that's the next time. Oh my goodness. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That, that will happen. Perfect. On Perfect. the beach with the uh, with the waves. And the dolphins <laughs> just going past us. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, Caroline, thank you so much for being on the Best Day podcast. I truly wish you all of the success. And just keep doing what you're doing and empowering and encouraging women everywhere. Thanks so much. 
Well, friends, I hope you loved what you heard today. If it was something that resonated with you, do me and Caroline a big, big favor and share it on your Instagram stories, comment, leave a review over an Apple podcast. Your support means so much. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your week. And I cannot wait to do this all over again next week on the Best Day Podcast. Until then, have the best day, friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.